Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Fry, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Terry. And good afternoon, everybody. Welcome Afternoon Drive. Goodman Fry. Watch us. MileHighSports.com. You can reach us on the Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at T Fry at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to RMFP.com. How are you, Terry? I'm doing fine. Okay. You ready to start this thing? Let's go. Okay. Time now for the lead. The lead is presented by Smoke and Dave's Barbecue and Brew, Colorado's best barbecue since 2007. Get some tonight in Denver, Longmont, Lions, and Estes Park. Okay, a new deal as expected for Cardinals quarterback Kyler Murray. Five-year contract extension worth a little over $230 million, $160 million guaranteed. Murray now has the second highest average annual value of a quarterback contract at a tick over $46 million per year. You have any doubt this is pretty much the starting point for Russell Wilson when he's looking for a new deal? Well, the Seahawks balked at $50 million a year, but when he came here, it seemed fairly apparent, especially given the new ownership wanting to make a splash. That's going to happen. He's got a year left on his current deal, though, so they have some time to do it. Here's my thing, and I don't know if um, I've said this to you, but I talked about it with Andrew more than a few times, so give me a minute just to spell this out. When Russell Wilson got here, he said he wanted to play 10 to 12 more years. He also said, which I think actually, I don't think that's completely out of the realm of possibility to play until he's 40. Okay, He keeps himself in that type of shape. He also said he wanted to win, I think, three or four more Super Bowls. Looking at the history, and I'm only looking at the history here, over the last 10 plus years, when a quarterback has taken more than 12.5% of his team's payroll. One-eighth. Whatever it is, 12.5%. That guy has not won a Super Bowl. I didn't say he didn't go to one. I said he didn't win one. But you know who has won Super Bowls during that stretch? I would take a wild guess and say Tom Brady. You know why? Because he's the smartest and least greedy quarterback out there. He has left millions and millions on the table. A reported seventy to a hundred million on the table, so the team that he was with, whether it was the Patriots or the Buccaneers, could go out and get players. I am not a James Harden fan, but look what he just did. In theory, he took a major pay cut mm-hmm. in order to stay with the Seventy Sixers, so they could get more players. Finally, to James Harden, it has clicked with him. I have enough money in the bank. I want to win a title. I have enough money in the bank, and I will get a lot of money still coming in. It's not as if I'm taking a, a, a pay cut to become a pauper. And in this case, I think we can see the way the, the quarterback's contracts are very, very much slotted. I mean, it's no coincidence that Deshaun Watson and Kyler Murray's contracts are almost to the penny identical. Well, one's fully guaranteed. The other one is not. But it's five years, $230 yep. million. Dollars. Right. And then uh, Patrick Mahomes is right in that same ballpark with a 10-year contract. So I think Wilson will end up getting more only because of kind of the natural tendency to 
the next contract's bumped right. up a little more. Next man up. You know, you never see the the uh, the benchmarks take a negative slide. So, well, you you do every time Tom Brady negotiates a contract. He doesn't need to be the highest paid quarterback in the league. Well, it's very interesting. He's got a very wealthy wife, also. So. Don't don't even go there. Don't even go there. Oh. So, um, no, don't, don't get up beyond me. I'm just, you know what I mean? It's just a fact. Of it, the, is, it is. It's a fact of the matter that his wife has uh, a lot of money yeah. and that can lessen your financial ruthlessness in, in, in negotiation. If you don't, if you don't, you don't agree with that. Um, when you're making that type of money, um, it's the difference. So if you combine his salary and his wife's salary, uh, I suppose that's the difference between having the ability to buy a hundred yachts or <laughs> seventy-five. Okay, when you're making that type of money, if you have to make do with seventy-five, you just have to make. Do. And that's my point. And oh, by the way, Russell Wilson's wife makes a few bucks, doesn't she? I don't think that's she's exactly what I'm saying. Right, I'm I don't think she's sitting around cleaning wife. the house, I'm saying, taking I'm care of the kids. I'm saying both Tom Brady and Russell Wilson's wives are making a, a ton of money and are superstars in their fields. Right, they are. So at the end of the day. Just looking at the history, if Russell Wilson, and I understand the salary cap's going to go up, there's more potential revenue coming in with streaming, I know the salary cap is going to go up. And at some point, if Russell Wilson signs the richest deal in five years, he might even seem like a bargain. I understand that. But the point is, if you want to have the best players on your team, it's not even a hometown discount. What's more important to you? Having a trophy that says, I'm the highest paid quarterback in the league, probably for the next six hours until somebody else signs a deal, or do you want a Super Bowl trophy? Until, until Joe Burrow's contract is up. That's right. That's right. And, and many others also. I won't, I won't run down the list. But again, the benchmarks have changed every time somebody signs a new right. deal. Right. Every six hours, it seems like there's a new highest paid quarterback, and I understand that. So for Russell Wilson, and when he does sign his contract, I might even bring this up to him at the press conference. I, I think the question would probably be way too long, so I don't even know how to shorten it. <laughs> but the truth is, he came in and said he wanted to win two or three more Super Bowls. And no quarterback over the last 10-plus years has won a Super Bowl when he's taken 12.5% of the, of the team's payroll. So how, so how do you square that circle? You know what his answer is going to be? Because I'll find a way to get it done. BS. Don't tell me that you're going to find a way to get it done because no one else has. Well, you're not Superman. Aaron Rodgers is going to be done. What do you he, mean? He, he'll be done playing soon, either this year or whenever. So his contract. He's got the highest paid contract. Yes. So if Russell Wilson gets five years fifty at $50 million a, a year extension, mm -hmm. that puts him right at the top temporarily. But... It, then the new, then another guy like Joe Burrow or somebody else jumps in there, but it's also a case of of setting those benchmarks new every time. And Kyler Murray is so. Where will Russell Wilson be at the end of his five years? Let's say he gets a five year extension. What what his ranking be in terms of salary and average year? Where would he be at that time? To, to me, that's to me. I'm not trying to be dismissive of what you're saying. What I'm but saying, he'll probably be 10th to 15th or something like again, that. Again, I'm not trying to be dismissive of what you asked. What I'm saying is, to me, that's irrelevant. What's relevant is, how much of the payroll is he taking up? 
I don't care if he says he's the highest paid guy. What's the percentage the of the percentage payroll? would go down every year as the cap goes up. That's right. I would agree. But for the first two or three years, he'd be well over that 12.5%. I don't think it'll affect anything the Broncos. I mean, I realize you can... I realize there's limits to what you can do, even if you want to do it. It isn't a case of being cheap or anything else. It's just simply what the cap allows you to do. It's this simple. Do you want to be Tom Brady? Take less. Don't tell me about it. Not you. Don't tell me about his wife and how wealthy she is. Do you want to be Tom Brady and do you want to be known as the greatest quarterback of all time, whether he is or not, because he's won seven Super Bowls? That, that's why he's considered the greatest. Not because he's the best thrower. Not because he's the most athletic. It's because he's won seven Super Bowls. So his lack of greed has allowed him to put him at the top of the mountain and what, no one's next to him. What percentage would John Elway have gotten without a salary cap? I don't know. I, no I, I bet he would have got a lot more than 12.5%. Oh, I, I, don't, I, I don't know what he would have gotten. What I know is... Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time because he has seven Super Bowl rings. But the one difference between him and Aaron Rodgers is Rodgers has to have his money, and Brady did not. He left a lot on the table. And at the end of the day, if you're getting, let's say Russell Wilson, I'm, I don't want to take food out of anybody's mouth. If he wants a $50 million contract and the Broncos want to offer him that per year, God love you. Go take it. Understanding that in five years, his his deal will look very average in the middle of the pack. For it, it, might, it might. It might very well look that way. And with his age going up, it's not like he's 23. That, that might eventually look like a bargain. I get it. But in the short term, and this is a win now mentality. This is not win in three years when he finally dips below 12.5%. Because when if you, if you want to be honest about it, when he gets his contract, they're not going to be able to bring in a lot of free agents next year. They're not. And they don't have a first or, I believe, a second-round draft pick either. How, how's that going to affect the team? And he's going to have a new contract because all that money is being put into him. There's nothing wrong with that because he's the best player and, on the and team. And the draft choices they gave up. And, and they've given up draft choices. So how's that going to help you next year? It's not. He's going to find a way to get it done. That's his answer. You're right. But he's also well. Don't don't bloviate with me. It, the the history doesn't back it up. It backs up Tom Brady. Doesn't back him up. He's not going to be. He's not going to be the guy to break through. And you know what we'll find out? Patrick Mahomes is now like fifteen percent of his payroll. But he's got a ten year deal too. I understand that. That's, and now so that's going to look better and better every year. By the way. Do you think Tyreek Hill would still be on the team if Patrick Mahomes didn't have to be the highest-paid guy on his team or the highest-paid quarterback in the league? Hell no. Tyreek Hill would still be there. Do you think Hill would have got commanded anything close to that? No. With with what he wanted, he probably, he, the, the Chiefs would have had the money to keep him, is my point. Whether they chose to do it or not is another is another story. I think that the five-year $50 million, the, the, the five-year $250 million figure came from reasonable reasonable uh, consideration looking at the list of top 10 quarterbacks. I'm not debating that. You're absolutely right. I'm so, talking about so when, when, when Mike Kliss brought it up, he was, I think he was more than anything, and he kind of backed off on it when people misinterpreted what he said. He said he did, wasn't saying that the Wilson camp had said five years, $250 million, or demanded five years, $250 million. He was saying that, that the Seahawks had balked at fifty million, at a fifty million dollar average, and he was saying that if you look down the list of the current quarterbacks, 
that's about what Russell Wilson would command. I don't. I think he'd back down a little bit from the premise that Russell Wilson was demanding five years, two hundred fifty million dollars. Either way, I'll go back to my original point: the more money you take out of your team's payroll, at least short term, the less chance you're going to have to win a Super Bowl. So what should the history? Do? Take, the history like, bears it out. He should take veteran minimum wage. Yes, he should, Terry. Yeah, he should. You're right. Let's go to break. Yeah, he should take the veteran minimum wage. You're right. Okay. I mean, seriously? No, I'm. I, that was a very. I, I realize that was a very frivolous point, but at some point, yes, Russell Wilson is going to want to get as much as he can. Two words for you: Tom Brady didn't need to. He won Super Bowl. So is seven Tom Brady going to be held over everybody's head the rest of the rest of the NFL's existence? Uh, uh, no. A guy, a guy who's got more money than he knows what to do with. Bottom does, line doesn't is, need to be financially ruthless. He, he is has a wife who makes more money than he does. Seven rings. That's how. That's how you are judged as a quarterback. You're not judged by how much money you make. You are judged by how many Super Bowls. So the you Tom, win. the Tom Brady standard is going to reign supreme the rest of the NFL's history. No, it, it's not going to reign. If you're a quarterback, you take you take nope. Uh, less. Nope. Less that's not you, what I'm saying. Less you you can get with ruthless bargaining or on the open market. What's because you want to win? What's more important to you? Winning Super Bowl rings or being one, being the highest paid. You don't think winning Super Bowl rings is? You think winning Super Bowl rings is not important to Russell Wilson? It's very important to him, but he's hurting himself by taking up that chunk of the Boy, payroll. I wouldn't want you as my agent. No, that's not what I'm saying, I, Terry. I don't think you're listening to me. I am. What I'm saying is the history says it is in stone. Last 10 years, 12.5% as a quarterback, you don't win Super Bowls. Tom Brady has won three of them because he's never had to be the highest paid guy. If Russell Wilson wants to be the highest paid guy, God bless him. Go for it. But don't tell me about winning Super Bowls. That is also always going to be determined. It's always going to fall where the quarterback is in his career and and where his contract status is. As the The NFL obviously slots these people. I mean, it's no accident. That Kyler Murray and Deshaun Watson are making the exact same, have the exact same contract. Same well, it's it's like real estate. It's comps. That's yes. what it is. It's comps. All right. Coming up after the break, uh, Altitude fired at Comcast yesterday. Today, Comcast fired back. I don't know what side you're on, but I found out some interesting information today that might say I have just picked sides. Because when I heard this, I was like, wow. That's next. Time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping into the future. Afternoon drive with Goodman and Fry, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wild Card Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Terry. Welcome back. Afternoon drive. Goodman Fry. Watch us. SmileEyeSports.com. You can reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed. At T Fry. At Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to RMFP.com. Did you recognize that song? No, it's a, it's a hair band. Kickstart sure. my heart. By Motley Crue. Oh, so- Motley Crue's just getting started or is... Waiting its turn at Coors Field as we speak. Oh, is that right? Uh, pop that up for a second, if you will. When I hear a song like this, you know what I think? What? Chastity, please report to the main stage. Chastity, the main stage. 
She's our featured performer tonight. Give it up for Chastity. I thought that you would be canceling the show today to be going to the stadium tour. No. You know who else is there? Who? Def Leppard. Oh, God. Poison. You you know what you call this tour? Can't find work tour. And Lumineers are there tomorrow night, though. Lumineers are a good band. And Def Leppard was great back in the day, but talk about hanging on too long. They're like the Def Leppard is like the Willie Mays of music. But they've been pretty much together since '92. In all seriousness, that's they okay. Have, you know, a lot of the groups uh, evolve over the years, shall we say? Yeah. But but Def, Def Leppard's pretty much stayed the same. Yeah. Hey, real quick, I want to tell you about uh, Dan McKenzie at McKenzie Law. Uh, he did my estate plan. Same with uh, my wife Mandy. Uh, our will, our living will. And could not have been any happier. There are a lot of guys out there that do this. And I honestly can tell you, I don't think there's anybody better than Dan McKenzie. He answered all my questions, and I had a lot of them. Uh, We got what we needed. I feel a sense of relief knowing that the courts aren't going to decide what's going to happen. God forbid when I go after the last segment, I'm sure Terry's thinking maybe we can kick in this living will and will sooner. But that's a whole other story. Um, You don't want doctors deciding what you want whether you are single, uh, whether you feel that you may not have a lot of money, you want to talk to Dan McKenzie because in some ways you're going to want to be protected. Take my word for it. Go to themckenziefirm.com. Time now for The Buzz. The Buzz is presented by Rocky Mountain Forest Products, where they specialize in wholesale lumber to the public. Go to Rocky Mountain Forest Products in Wheat Ridge or go to rmfp.com. The Altitude Comcast War of Words on Wednesday continued today in the Denver Post. Uh, This is what Leslie Oliver, the Comcast spokesperson, said about the negotiations, which are now off because I believe the mediation has gone away, at least for now. Uh, Leslie said this, every cable network is different and has its own value proposition, referring to Altitude saying we would love the same deal as AT&T Sportsnet. Oliver continues, we have been and remain willing to distribute Altitude on terms and conditions that make sense for our customers. Altitude's latest proposal would still require nearly every Comcast subscriber in the Denver area to pay substantial fee for Altitude, even though most Comcast customers have no interest in Altitude's content. I was like, talk. that wasn't a shot across the bow. That was a shot in the face. What have you found out that's going to make me change my mind when, when, I, when I say that I don't take either side, that it's a mega fight between mega, mega rich people and mega, mega, mega companies? Okay. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to get right to it, so I'm going to kind of bury the lead in a way. In 2019, the average rating for a Nuggets game was 1.3. Every ratings point is 16,000 viewers. So you can make the case for every Nuggets game, 22,000 people watch the game. Right? Right. There are 1.8 million people in the Denver metro area. So when Comcast comes out and says, Comcast customers have no interest in Altitude's content, While that seems strong, it's hard to argue with those numbers, isn't it? Isn't it? It it never has been a case of the altitude people want you to believe that as many people watch the Avalanche and Nuggets games as watch the last episode on commercial TV of MASH. Right. 
They want you to believe that. Yeah, but the, the numbers com, don't the, com, lie. the Comcast people want you to believe that it's the ratings are roughly the same as a hearing on the preservation of the snail in Congress. Right. So this neither is, one is right. This is what I learned today. Um, I talked to somebody today who has intimate knowledge of the negotiations between Dish Network and Altitude. I was told that Dish Network offered Altitude a spot on Dish if they wanted to do it a la carte. And then people could just buy it if they want to. Sounds reasonable, doesn't it? That's always been my position is that a la carte cable is the be-all and end-all. But I'm told I'll, I've always told how impractical that could be. Hold on. So they were offered that, and Altitude turned it down. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess Altitude really doesn't care about its fans, does it? Well, the com- they, because and the reason why I say that is I don't think you would be unreasonable to make the assumption Comcast offered the same thing. You wouldn't be unreasonable, no. Comcast, though, their position is somewhat speaking out of both sides of its mouth. I mean, last week after the parade and everything, they issued a statement saying how wonderful it was that look at all these people celebrating. Look how wonderful it is. This is a great thing for the city and county of Denver and the area and the state. Blah blah blah. Well, it's all propaganda. I'm not. I'm not going to. They should. That. They, 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 that was just speaking out of both sides of the mouth. And the, the numbers are the numbers. I mean, they, they are not being made up. And I'll, I know that for a fact. So when Altitude says Comcast will not put us on, they're lying because Altitude can go on. It just has to be subscription based. That's a lie. They just don't like the deal. Because the way the deals work out is this. Is let, me, let me throw some numbers at you. So you have an average of 22,000 people watching a Nuggets game. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Let's I, just, I, I, you know, I would think it'd be more than that. But, but it's I, not. They're not going to make up the numbers. Th- those, those, that's Nielsen. That's not anybody. That's Nielsen coming up with those numbers. And oh, by the way, I was thinking about this today, and I'll ask you and Alex this. I think our problem, you, me, Alex, other media members... People that follow you on Twitter, people follow me on Twitter. I know what you're going to say. We live in the sports bubble, and we think everybody watches these teams. I'd be willing to bet if you walked into your neighborhood tonight, four random doors, and knocked on them and said, do you watch Nuggets and Avalanche games? I think you'd be lucky to find two of the four. I think you'd be lucky to find two of the four houses that say, I watch the Avs and Nuggets regularly. But that, that is the plague of sports writing, sports writing especially, and sports journalism in general, is the idea that if I'm not interested in it, nobody is. And if I am interested right. in it, everybody is. Right. The and, sports writers, that's kind of the pride of our craft. Right. It's almost as if we signed a document saying that would be our position. And it's the cliched, hackneyed outlook of, of of the well the older sports writing wing okay frankly. at the risk at the i i'm not trying to you know and i'll say that's that about let's say soccer yeah you know sports writers tend to look down their noses at soccer right mainstream media's sports writers because well i'm not interested in it who can be l- l- let me let me ask you something and i'm not trying to be derogatory towards women when i say this because i'm talking about sports and i know there are a lot of female sports fans out there. oh there's especially in hockey Okay, but hold on. The most, the most intelligent, uh, discerning fans okay. in hockey are women. Okay, that's great. I am guessing. I am guessing 
there are more than a few women out there that live by themselves, right? Just like there are a lot of guys that live by themselves, right? How many of those women are saying, man, I can't wait to get home to watch that Nuggets game? Quite a few. Uh, well, no. Oh, come on. No, well, I'm being 100% serious. I think you're being dismissive here. I don't think I'm being dismissive. I don't. Football, yes. The Nuggets and Avalanche? No, I think, uh, no, you're way off on the Avalanche, especially. And I'd also say yes on the Nuggets. The Avalanche fan base is tiny compared to the Broncos. Tiny, minuscule, amoeba-like. The Avalanche just, okay, excuse me for saying this, and I'm going to go political here, so I just want to set you up. That's like Donald Trump saying, I couldn't have lost because look at all the people at my rally. So we look at the Avalanche rally. Well, look at all these fans. It's not based on a rally. It, it's based on ratings. Nobody said it was based on the rally. It's based on ratings. Comcast made a made a stupid remark based on based on the rally, but that is not the general intelligent viewpoint that most people take. Twenty two thousand people on average watched the Nuggets in two thousand and nineteen. Period. Period. You're, Those are the you're saying that this is, you're saying and. Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong. You're saying basically the number of people who watched the game were just maybe a 50% more than those who were in the arena. All I know is there are 1.8 million people that live in the Denver metro area, and they're getting 22,000 people to watch their game But that's because people are, do, people are doing other things and everything else. Fine. It isn't because of a, quote, lack of interest. So then you know what? Then Altitude, if they think... They have all these hockey and basketball fans. Do it a la carte. There you, but they don't want to do that. But I, I absolutely am in agreement with you on that. But I'm saying that I don't believe Comcast has been particularly on the watch for the, quote, good of the, of the non-sports. Oh, I'm not, I'm not debating that. You're absolutely right about that. What I'm saying, bo both sides are going to throw out their propaganda. At the end of the... For, regional sports networks are going away on local cable stations. There are a lot of baseball markets where you cannot watch your team on certain carriers. <laughs> the Yankees. Okay. And that's my point. Because those cable subscribers, because the cable stations or DISH or whatever say, why are we charging an extra four bucks to 80% of our subscribers who don't even watch? Do it a la carte. But they, but, but that's but, been, but that should have been the, uh, the alternative for the past three years. That should have been on the table and discussed. There's, nothing, there's been, nothing to be on the table for. It's been for. thrown out. It's been discussed, but it's been belittled as a concept because it was, quote, impractical in the marketplace. The bottom line here is that the regional sports network model is broken. Yes. It doesn't fit anymore in the modern marketplace. Right. And so if Stan Kroenke has decided that, he needs to sell altitude or fold it and sell, sell it or do something like that. Let's just, let's just do some basic numbers here, and they're very crude numbers. I'm going to, just for fun, I'm going to say 100,000 people in Denver are willing to, to do the pay-per-view, pay if that's what you want to call it. How much would it be? 10 bucks, 10 bucks a month. Fair? They're already paying a $4 regional sports fee or whatever it is. Okay. But 10 bucks to watch Altitude. So basically then you're, you're, you're switching that nominal payment from everybody no, to I'm, half... I'm, to half doubling it and giving it to but, but half the number of we're, people. We're getting to, but I understand what you're saying. Well, hold on, but hold on, hold on. About hold on. the a la carte. But, okay, so let's say... The money would be shifted under this. 100,000 people on Comcast 
want a la carte altitude. I don't want the jewelry channel. Can I finish, please? I, I'm just saying. Let me fi- let me finish this, my point. This is a constant in the in the cable world. Is is you get networks that you don't want to pay for, but you're paying for it. Okay, it can, isn't just sports. Just, just let me know when I can finish my point. Now I'll finish my point. Ten bucks, hundred thousand people. That's one million dollars, right? They get altitude gets one million dollars for pay per view or a la carte. Is that correct? What they want to be a part of is is they want to be in a higher tier with Bravo, A&E, whatever it is. And that's let's say that is 500,000 people want that particular tier. Turner Classic Movie. Right. And Altitude wants to be in there. And they get four bucks off of that. That's two million. So instead of going a la carte at one million, they want to be part of the tier where they can make two million. The problem for Altitude is they know they won't. They'll make half the money. But Does Stan Kroenke still have the leverage? You, you've been saying for days that Stan Kroenke has the leverage. Does, what, it, does this change anything in your it's, I don't, it's not that he. It's not that he has the leverage. What he has is his product has never been hotter. His product has never been hotter. And you know what? If your product has never been hotter, then roll the dice on yourself and go a la carte with Dish and with Comcast, but they don't want to do it. Because those numbers that I just came up with, which you know certainly can vacillate back and forth, one is double over the other. They want to be included with more attractive packages that appeal to more people. Then they make $2 million in a higher tier, 4 bucks, half million, as opposed to getting all of it for 100,000 people and 10 bucks. They don't like that deal. Altitude can go a la carte if they wanted to with Dish, but they chose not to. So when they say Dish doesn't want to put us on, that's a bunch of BS. They just want to make more money. Comcast and Dish are giving them an opportunity. You want to make, you get to keep almost all of it. But they don't want to do that because they know they're not going to make as much money. That is greedy too, don't you think? How much money has he gotten from Comcast the last three years? Probably zero. Zero. Right. So I don't understand how you're saying. My point is it's on altitude. It's not on Comcast. It's not on Dish. I think it's on them both. I think the fans are tired of being asked to pick a side. Well, here's the thing. 1.8 million people, ratings of 22,000 people. If somebody doesn't want altitude, why do they have to pay $4 more per month? I have disdain for both sides in this, and I'm not going to change on that. No, that's okay. the The most galling thing about this is we could have had this conversation two days after they first announced that the, the Avalanche Nuggets were not going in altitude, we're not going to be on Comcast. We've been making the same points. We've been making the same observations. They've been issuing the same propaganda. They they worked with a mediator who's supposed to be the best in the business, Michael Hegarty. Yeah. They couldn't even get anything done there. Right. So here for three years, we've been hearing the same crap. That's the part that bothers me the most. I don't want to break it down penny by penny. Let them do that in a room over there. The, the easy answer is, do a la carte, right? Yes. And, and if, I, I said, I've been saying that for three years. And who decides that? One person, Stan Kroenke. He could make this happen right now. I don't, I am not disagreeing. I think we're agreeing more than disagreeing, right, I except I, I am not. I agree that we disagree, not, but we agree on more than we disagree. But I am, <laughs> but I am not going to come down in support, quote unquote, of Comcast in this because both sides are. I'm not. A, it's not that I'm a fan of Comcast. I'm saying if Stan Kroenke wanted to do this a la carte, he could. He chooses not to because he wants to make more money being part of the other tier. 
I get it as a businessman, but don't tell me Comcast is keeping you off the air because they're not, and neither is Dish. They have given you an opportunity. You just don't like it. Are we going to have to have? Are we going to be having the same argument, making the same points in three years? We I'm, not, I'm not making fun of you yeah. and me. I'm just right. saying, are the conditions still going to be unchanged? I don't know. And I'm beginning to wonder. Yeah. Coming up after the break, MLB All-Star Game. The ratings are in for that. Huh? How did it do against the Pro Bowl? How did it do against the NBA All-Star Game? Does Major League Baseball have a problem that we've been talking about for years? That's next. Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Fry, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Terry. Welcome back. Afternoon Drive, Goodman Fry. Watch us, mileisports.com. You can reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products, Twitter feed at tfry at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to rmfp.com. Time now for What's Trending. What's Trending is presented by Low T99, testosterone treatment made easy and affordable. For just $129 per month, they'll send you testosterone, supplies, and the price includes lab work. Go to LowT99.com. Major League Baseball All-Star Game. Ratings are in. Uh, Drew record lows in viewership for the fifth time since 2015. 7.51 million viewers on Fox. However... Of all the all-star games, it was the highest rated. Uh, they got probably about, I don't know, 600,000 more than the Pro Bowl. And then they got uh, roughly, doing the math in my head, probably about 1.3 million more than the NBA all-star game. Those other all-star games, if we're being completely honest, aren't even really competitive. This one is. Is that a concern? It's a concern because it's baseball being held, handed an, an open night, alone, no competition. It should be the centerpiece of sports. It should do better than that, I th- in my mind. Here's the thing. Major League Baseball has a serious marketing problem, just like hockey has a serious marketing problem. I was aghast when I was watching the final round of the Open. One of the golfers, I think it was Young, I think it was Young, had a Major League Baseball patch on his golf shirt. And I'm thinking, that's where you're putting your marketing dollars? Over at St. Andrews? So people watching here can see a Major League Baseball patch? That's 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 where you spent your money? Does that make any sense to you? No, it doesn't, but it's how much he paid. they paid him for it, too. I don't know if it was such a prohibitive amount that it's a significant slice of their... It rep. wouldn't matter if it's a dollar. It's a waste of a dollar. I don't, I don't care if it's a buck. You are promoting baseball. It's Cam, Cam and Young is wearing. Yeah. You're, you're promoting baseball. Over in Scotland, I understand it's a worldwide audience. And I don't care if you spend a buck. That's a wasted dollar. You, you can't think of spending your marketing dollars better than that. But there's a whole bunch of golfers. There's several golfers. Uh, who wear the MLB patch also. So Cameron Young is not the only one. It, 
the MLB is one of his sponsors. <clears throat> You're saying that's a that's a wise depl- unwise deployment of dollars. Yeah, I do. I really do. Well, you, may, may MLB can't afford it. Well, it's, well, it's it's not so much can they afford it. Why are they spending it there? Why are they spending it there? Brandon Todd and Spencer Levin are a couple of others who have the same deal. Who? Brandon Brandon Todd and Spencer Levin. Who? Brandon Todd and Spencer Levin. Exactly. Who? They have a list of endorsers who are more of a who's that than a who's who. And then they put it on guys no one's really heard of. Young just happened to have a really good tournament. Chez Reeve has the Diamondbacks emblem on it. Who? Chez Reeve. Who? That's my point. You know, there are guys out there that are actually really good that win majors that you might want to put your patch on. You don't think, you think that's going to have a major impact on the choice of pastimes, of leisure pastimes of entertainment dollars? I mean, I think it's kind of a silly, it's kind of a silly concept, but I don't have any, any revulsion over MLB making the decision to sponsor golfers. I'm just saying they don't market themselves well and they decided to basically have endorsers who are basically unknowns in the world of golf endorsing them by being a NASCAR driver with their patch on their sleeve. But Cameron Young is not is not an is not an unknown. Well, he's not an unknown as of what he just did. But maybe the they're open. looking at it as projecting. Maybe they were doing a really good job of picking out a guy who's on his way up and, and will it'll look great when they have when they're involved with him and when they're when they are one of his sponsors. I think that's that happens in NASCAR too, you know, where you're, where NASCAR teams are are putting faith in drivers before they've been proven. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So uh, Cam Young is a 25 year old golfer who his best finish was second at the at the Open. <laughs> what, uh, PGA Championship miss TV ratings for the MLB All Star game. It has to do with how they market themselves. If they market the if they market themselves better, maybe they'll get higher ratings. I don't think any decision they make on the marketing front and involvement with other sports is of significant numerical impact that it's even worth talking about in some ways. Cameron Young and, and they ended sponsor. up, but they ended up with the patch. With the patch on the shoulder of a guy who won the tournament, who won the tournament, the Open no, at no. St. Andrews. No, no, he didn't win. He came in second. Well, that's right. He didn't win. Cameron Smith. Right. So, and he, he is his uh, career as of now is not illustrious. Anyway, what do we have coming up on Mountain High Appliance, just in case you missed that? Yesterday was the 53rd anniversary of Apollo's uh, Apollo 11's uh, Neil Armstrong setting foot on the moon. We'll talk about that and how receiving autographs ties in, as well as what the Nationals did to Juan Soto after he rejected their massive contract extension. That's next on Afternoon and Drive with uh, Goodman and Fry on Mile High Sports. Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Fry, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Terry. Interesting comments from uh, Warriors General Manager Bob Myers suggesting that the Golden State Warriors are out of the Kevin Durant sweepstakes, saying, 
I like our team where it is at. I want to give the guys a chance to do it again. Oh, you mean like win a championship before <laughs> Durant got there? Got it. Time now for the final word. The final word. Presented by Greenfield's Pool and Sports Bar in Lakewood. Greenfield's has everything under one roof, including the best happy hour in town. Two-for-one wine, well, and drafts from 3 until 7 p.m. Just in case you missed it. Presented by Mountain High Appliance, Colorado's favorite appliance store for 25 years in Louisville, Colorado Springs, and now open in their new store in Littleton. Go to mountainhighappliance.com. Just in case you missed it, yesterday was the 53rd anniversary of Apollo 11 setting foot on the moon. Uh, Eric, you were either not born yet or in I diapers. Was. You were I born, was. But, but a young child. I was one and I remember it well. <laughs> Terry, you were, uh, you, were, you were young as well. Uh, you've written about meeting Armstrong and writing a column about him. And the gallery reaction to him is an American hero when he played in the Pro-Am of Peter Jacobson's charity golf tournament in Portland. And you've admitted you broke your own rule when you ended up with his autograph on Armstrong's book, with Armstrong more volunteering than being asked. Uh, Eric, have you ever ended up with an autograph while you're on the job? And if you haven't, is there anyone you'd accept an autograph from while on the job? No, I have zero interest. I'm not a stargazer. I am, I guess. I'm not a guy who gets impressed by that stuff. No, my father one time was on, I was like probably 10. And I knew who the guy was. My father's on a plane with John Havlicek. And he got an autograph for me, and I mean, I was like, the fuck? The fuck? A fly came out of here. You want it? No, thank you. Okay. Anyway, uh, no, I'm not I'm not one of those guys. I admit I was... The uh, fly was alive. I thought it was dead. Now it's buzzing around. I admit, killed it. I admit I was awed by following around Neil Armstrong on the golf course and watching the crowd reaction to him. He's a true American hero. Yeah. And I, at the end of the round, I wanted to ask him. I was writing a column about him and the reaction. And he politely said he doesn't do interviews in that kind of setting. It's only in when they can be set up for, like, TV or something like that. I make, but then he saw I was carrying around his book to get research out of it as, as I was watching. Right. And he basically volunteered to sign it. In oh. my memory, I can't remember exactly. You should have told him no. I couldn't yeah, exactly remember the conversation. But I wrote about it. It's on my website uh, under... Uh, terryfry.com slash armstrong.html. But uh, he, I make no no apology for having having accepted, is probably the better way to put it, his autograph, and I'm proud to have it, and I think he's a true American hero. There, there's and, only... And I'm not going to be sheepish about that. I no, think you shouldn't be. You're somewhat dismissive of, of that. I'm of, saying for of, me. Of my, of my, why, no, my no, wide has, eyes on it. has nothing to do with you. I'm just saying for me, I don't wear jerseys of teams either. Okay. I'm just not that guy. I will tell but you. He's the only guy I've ever gotten an autograph from under those people. I have gotten autographs from people. For? And I've gotten one from you. When friends of mine write books and they give them to me or I buy them, I ask them to sign it. I've asked you for an yeah. autograph. Okay, I've asked Rick Riley for an autograph on 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 a book that uh, that he wrote. I, I know Rick a little bit. So if a friend of mine writes a book, I will ask them to sign it. Those are the only autographs I want. Would you have been thrilled to meet Neil Armstrong? <coughs> no, I would have been impressed. I'm impressed by Neil Armstrong. I was thrilled to meet Neil Armstrong. Here, I'll, I'll put it to you this way: I would not be thrilled to meet Neil Armstrong. I would be thrilled to sit down and have dinner with him so I can learn about him. 
Yeah. Meeting him is five minutes. I really can't ask him the questions that I want to ask him. So a chance meeting, that would do nothing for me. Oh, it did for me. And I'm, so I take I, a pass. I, I will not apologize or be well, sheepish you, about it. You don't have to apologize to anybody. I'm just saying that's me. But if he would spend time with me, oh, my God, I'd love to spend time with him. But not like, hey, how you doing? So I took Enberg in a... And, I, and one reason I went to Indiana was because there was a professor there that taught him. Mm-hmm. So I met Dick Enberg, and to me, he was like a guy I revered when I was growing up. And I did introduce myself to him. And then he asked me for my autograph. <laughs> Juan Soto's agent confirmed that the Washington Nationals refused to charter him a flight to the Home Run Derby after he rejected their $440 million contract extension. So Soto had to fly commercial. He arrived in L.A. at 1.30 a.m. and then proceeded to win the Home Run Derby. Uh, the Nationals are out of line here, are they not? No. Yeah, that, yes, they are. That's just not very much class. It's not. No, you're right. I'm, I'm with you on that. Uh, and anybody who wants to be a free agent and go to the Nationals, check out what they did with Soto. But if we're being completely honest here, uh, Soto, if he wanted to, could have sprung an extra couple thousand dollars to go first class if he wanted to. He didn't have to fly coach. What is he, a martyr? He's a baseball martyr. Go for In his next contract, he can buy a jet. So much of sports, though, is the banking of goodwill with yep. your players and everything else. And you talked yesterday about about organizations, including the Broncos. That's just the kind of thing that, that comes back I to mind. I agree. I think this could affect them with the way Listen, they, they felt scorned. They gave him a huge contract. It wasn't about money. Everybody thinks the organization, as Mandy would say, is absolute shite. And he doesn't want to go back. Correct. I, and I can say shite, right? We, we don't know what That's it means, so word. you can say that. Well, it is in Scottish. Right. Right. But it's not in English. Right. Right. Although I'm confused, is in Scottish English. That was Mountain High Appliance, just in case you missed it. Their sales staff really sets them apart. Well, let me start with this. They have the best appliances out there. Whatever you want, they will have. Gorgeous-looking appliances. They can help you design an entire kitchen, but again, with their sales staff, man, it's not one-size-fits-all. You go to a big box store, every refrigerator looks the same. You go to Mountain High Appliance, they're going to explain the differences, what fits your needs. Mountain High Appliance, you can find them in Louisville, Littleton. You can also find their clearance center in Denver. Coming up after the break, ESPN's Bill Barnwell ranked all of the offensive skill position groups, which are running back, wide receiver, tight end, quarterback not included. Where are the Broncos? That's next. They're talking to me, and why can't anyone see? I just want to live.